Welcome to the Solarpreneur Podcast, where we teach you to take your solar business to the next level. My name is Taylor Armstrong, and I went from $50 in my bank account and struggling for groceries to closing 150 deals in a year and cracking the code on why sales reps fail. I teach you how to avoid the mistakes I made and bring in the top solar dogs of the industry to let you in on the secrets of generating more leads, following up like a pro, and closing more deals. What is a solarpreneur, you might ask? A solarpreneur is a new breed of solar pro that is willing to do whatever it takes to achieve mastery, and you are about to become one. How do you get yourself in a peak mental state, prepared to close any deal, and lift yourself up when you're feeling down? Maybe you're having a rough day on the doors. Maybe you got your face kicked in in that last appointment you stepped into. Today, that's what we're going to talk about. How do you overcome those feelings and be ready at all times? Hope you're doing well. My name's Taylor Armstrong. We're here to help you close more deals, generate more leads and referrals, and hopefully have a much better time working in the solar industry. Today's episode is going to be pretty freaking awesome. Hopefully you are ready for it. And just what inspired this episode um, about how to get yourself in the peak mental state, two things. Number one, I'm going to see uh, Tony Robbins this weekend. He's at an event I'm going to um, called Funnel Hacking Live. At least I hope he is. I guess we'll see. Um, By the time you hear this episode... I will be at the event, so come say what's up if you listen to this and you happen to be at the event as well. It's in Orlando. Um, But the other thing was just following some cool people on uh, Facebook. One of my uh, Facebook friends, hopefully we can get him on the podcast soon. His name is TJ Nilsson. He's running his company out in Vegas. So shout out to TJ if you're listening to this. Get a lot of value from your posts. Um, so quick side note, go follow as many people as you can in the solar industry. It's great to be able to see what's working for other guys, connect, uh, do some networking. So I definitely suggest hopping on Facebook and Instagram as always hit me up, but follow guys like TJ and other people that have been on the podcast because a lot of them are sharing valuable content, valuable stuff on a daily basis. So TJ shared a little post all um, I'll mention a few things from it, but he talks about staying in state and he went through his process of how he stays in state. I know he's had a lot of ups and down in his business. And, um, this reminded me a lot of things that he does. I also am doing, um, a few of the things I'm not doing as often as I should have. And it reminded me of things that I used to do that maybe I don't do as much currently. So just to highlight a couple things from his post. Sorry, make sure my uh, mic is plugged in here. Um, But he talks about number one, to get in that state, you got to have an anchor. And we'll talk about that. But that's anchoring in a positive feeling, essentially. And then stacking it with other um, uh, basically things you can do to trigger yourself in that confidence, trigger yourself in that state that you want to achieve and want to um, be able to get to as you're pulling up to that deal, as you're going to knock, maybe you're down. So that's the two ways of doing it. And a great book, if you haven't already read, go read The Way of the Wolf. 
Um, I have posted a few videos on of this in the uh, Facebook group, Solarpreneur Facebook group. So I've talked a little bit about it before, but just in this book, The Way of the Wolf, Jordan Belfort talks about how he uses these anchoring techniques that he's going in deals. Um, when he was doing this back in his heyday, I think he was, you know, snorting the good stuff, the cocaine, that's the powerful stuff, I guess. So obviously, uh, I don't endorse that, but I'm sure that works too. But now I know Jordan's calmed down a little bit. So what he does, he uses these things called boom, boom sticks, which we will put a link to this in the show notes. And Grant, if you want to support the show, that will be an affiliate link. Um, so great way to support if you would like to, if you enjoy the content. Um, but just to review what he talks about, go read the book. Obviously, he goes way more in depth on this, but he has a whole chapter on this anchoring technique. And so he says, anchoring is a process used in NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming. And that's why I bring up Tony Robbins is because Tony Robbins, that's his bread and butter. He's all about the NLP. Basically, neuro is your mind. Linguistic is language programming. So it's the language to trigger your minds into specific things. So if any of you have been to a Tony Robbins event, I've only seen him speak a few times, so. I'm definitely not the Tony Robbins expert, but that's what he does. The few times I've seen him speak, he has you jump up and down. He has you repeat things. He has you touch uh, other people, hug, all these different things. And what he's trying to do with this is connect the information that he's giving you with the actions. Because if he can get your emotions involved in it, that's going to give you the best shot at really remembering it and applying it and taking action in your life. If you think back to all the memories you have, anytime it's tied with an emotion, those are the things you really remember, right? Hey, I think back to all the things I've done in my life. If they're tied to a song, for example, I listened to tons of alternative music in high school. Um, You know, everyone had those days, those good old 90s, 2000s. The alternative, uh, trying to think of examples, the Jimmy World, the, uh, you know, My Chemical Romance, all these like punk, emo, alternative bands, all that good stuff. Anytime I turn on that music now, it takes me right back to high school. I remember the fire, the bonfires we would build. I remember jamming on my guitar. I remember going out in the hills, driving trucks and Jeeps, because that's all there was to do in Kanab, Utah, is just drive around in the hills and go spotlight for deer and all that stuff shout out to all my small town people but that's all we had to do so anytime i listen to those things it triggers that emotional response and that's essentially what you're trying to do with this anchoring process right you're trying to connect it with emotion you're trying to connect it with that feeling that super high feeling where you did something awesome where you achieved something great so that is what jordan belfort teaches you to do in way of the wolf and he compares it to the pavlov's dog experiment which you probably heard of in psychology right scientists would ring a bell every time before feeding the dog and eventually they'd ring the bell and the dog would start to salivate even without any food so that's what we're trying to do with this nlp with the boom boom so go and go grab yourself if you don't have a boom boom go grab yourself one you can you can use other sands but something unique right and it is convenient 
So we're going to go through a couple steps here. If you want to start using this method, specifically with the boom, boom, these are the steps to do this. And then we'll talk about a few ways you can take it even further if you'd like to. So step one, if you're trying to anchor it, if you're trying to anchor that high emotion and get yourself prepared for those deals, um, he, this is why they suggest scent because it's strong, right? It's strong. It can be tied to that emotion. So if you are using scents with it, number one, it must be a smell that you love. Okay. So don't go putting, I don't know, having your dog poop in a bag and smell that probably not going to be the greatest. Don't go getting COVID for crying out loud because you won't be able to smell. Guys, that's the first step. And what is the point of eliciting a positive state if the smell is repulsive, right? So find a smell that you love, you won't get tired of. And then number two, it must be a smell that is unique, that you don't smell super often. Okay, um, you don't want to go putting those fries in a bag. Um, I don't know if you smell that often, but <laughs> it's something you smell often. Make sure it is something unique that you're not going to smell all the time. Okay, and then number three, pick an anchor that is easy to carry and administer effectively. This means light, compact, and concentrated to get into your nose with the least amount of effort. Um, you want to be able to pull it out of your pocket or purse that moment you feel a peak state that you want to anchor. All right, so those are the three step steps as you're picking your smell. So you don't necessarily have to use the boom boom sticks. I don't even know if I explain what that is, but it's just basically a essential oil and a stick that has a strong scent. So I carry them around anytime I go to an, uh, I just put it in my car. Anytime I'm going to knock, anytime I'm going on appointments, I have my boom boom stick ready. Okay, and then the key with this is, is you need to make sure you set that anchor. So you got your boom boom, you got your essential oils, you got your strong scent, whatever it is. Now take a minute and recall an emotional state where you were maybe super successful. So maybe you just closed the biggest deal of your life. Imagine that. And even better, if you can capture this in the moment, it's going to be even better. But if you're not in the moment of that super confident, that super peak state, just think back. Close your eyes. You can do it right now. Close your eyes. Think back to a time where you were super confident, super high on something, um, was having a ton of success. Imagine that. And now take whatever that scent is and just inhale it. Try to connect it the best you can to that specific state you were feeling. So for me, one of the states I was doing when I was setting this up is I, in high school, I had a ton of success playing uh, my drums, my percussion, right? I was the band nerd playing the percussion. I would go out and win competitions on this instrument called the marimba. And at one point I won the state competition for the best marimba player in Utah in high school. When I spent, when I won that competition, I was like, man, I'm from a small school. No one even knows what a marimba is in my town. And I just won the best marimba in the state um, out of all these like bigger schools and stuff. So I go back to that time when I like won this award and I'm like, man, I'm the best. No one can stop me. Um, I am unstoppable on this thing. That's one of the states I went back to. So I'm sniffing my boom boom and I'm triggering that mental state or I'm anchoring it rather. 
And then what does it do? If you can get that anchor set nice and deep, and now every time you smell the boom boom, what's it's going to do? It's going to trigger those same peak emotions that you had. So that was mine. So think back to yours. What was your peak emotional state? I'm sure there's one in cells you've had already, but maybe you're just getting started in cells. Think back to something awesome you did, you did, and then sniff your boom boom. So that's how you're going to anchor it down. And then one thing just to be careful of, make sure to not overuse the recall function of the anchor. Okay, so just basically don't do this like super often. You're not going to do it like, um, you're probably not going to be doing it multiple times a day. You want to just, um, they recommend um, the 80-20 rule. So um, you just don't want to overuse it because then... If you're feeling down, you want to make sure it's connected with the correct emotions. Um, and then it says, uh, what does it say here? It says, this will ensure that your body associates the trigger primarily with the real feeling. Just as it's not a good idea to choose an anchor that you experience often, it could be detrimental to lean on your anchor too much as your body will begin to anchor in a lower level of confidence okay so make sure with great power comes great responsibility like uncle ben says so make sure you're not overusing this great power make sure you're saving it for the times you really need it those important deals so i do it before most of the deals that i go into okay and then just a few other ideas before we wrap this segment up here a few other things you can do and um music is another super powerful thing that's something uh, my boy TJ Nilsson talked about in his post too, is he, um, his example is he says, I'm the best while holding his left hand in a certain way and listens to a specific song. So he's combining kind of all three of them. He's speaking his affirmations. He's holding something physically in a different way and he's hearing something and he's smelling something. So I thought that was a great idea. As many of the senses as you can activate it's going to hit home even more. Um, so consider using music too. This is something that TJ uh, talked about. I also do this. Before every deal I step into, I try to listen to something that pumps me up. Okay, and I still listen to a lot of that same alternative music that I did in high school because that's what I listened to during a lot of the times where I was feeling on top of the world. Okay, but I pick a song I have my playlist. Hit me up if you want my uh, playlist of music. It's probably going to be different than a lot of people's. But picks your song that makes you feel super confident. Think you're Conor McGregor walking out into the ring, right? What song are you going to choose? We're fighters. We're fighting for our livelihood. We're fighting for our deals. So you want to have something that pumps you up, takes you to that state, and um, just gets you in the mood to crush it. I think of... Uh, all you Office fans, Dwight, he, uh, I don't know if you remember the episode, but Dwight, he's listening to his, I think, metal music or something, and then banging his head against his uh, seat in his car, stuff like that. I mean, Dwight got it right in the office. Do things like that. Just get yourself pumped. Get yourself fired up. And then as you combine all these things, I found that's how I'm getting myself in a state to go in there. Even if I'm tired, even if I'm not feeling it, these things really help me get in that peak state and get myself 
in the mood to go and close that deal or go out and knock that door or if I'm getting rejected hard, sometimes I I uh, do these same, same techniques to bring me out of it. So let me know if you guys have any other things you are doing to get yourself in a peak mental state, but super important, sometimes we don't think about this mental side as much and really sells so much of it is mental, right? You can learn all the closing techniques. You can learn all the cool lines, the slick lines from uh, Taylor McCarthy and all these, you know, top closers. You can learn it all. But if you are not in the right mental state, it's going to be tough to have the success. And no matter what you say, if you're not seeing it confident, if you're not coming across as the boss in the room, it's going to be tough to close deals. So think about that. Write down, I want you to write down after this episode, what is the things you're committed to doing to get yourself in that peak mental state? Okay, so maybe you're going to start out with your boom, boom stick. Make sure you get that anchoring in. What is your pre-deal routine? Write it out and then commit to that. And then that's how you're going to be able to trigger these emotions, trigger this confidence, trigger this wave of success coming your way. Hope that helped. Share it with someone you know is struggling maybe with their clothing or struggle with their mental state and try it today. Look forward to connecting with you all and we will see you on the next one. Hey, solopreneurs, quick question. What if you could surround yourself with the industry's top performing sales pros, marketers, and CEOs and learn from their experience and wisdom in less than 20 minutes a day? For the last three years, I've been placed in the fortunate position to interview dozens of elite level solar professionals and learn exactly what they do behind closed doors to build their solar careers to an all-star level. That's why I want to make a truly special announcement about the new learning community exclusively for solar professionals to learn, compete, and win with top performers in the industry. And it's called Society. This learning community was designed from the ground up to level the playing field and give solar pros access to proven mentors who want to give back to this community and help you or your team to be held accountable by the industry's brightest minds for, are you ready for it, less than $3.45 a day. Currently, Society is open, launched, and ready to be enrolled. So go to society.co to learn more and join the learning experience now. This is exclusively for solarpreneur listeners, so be sure to go to society.co and join. We'll see you on the inside.